Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in May of 2021. And welcome to episode 48, The Homework Wars. Mm-hmm. First, we want to give a shout out to Vicki Priddle, who tagged us on Twitter. She said, number line, number sense routines, all done in Google Slides and a great addition to your math number routines toolbox. Yay! Thank you, Vicki, for shouting us out. Yes, and you shared the links with other teachers. We so appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing those links with everyone. I mean, we think they're pretty they're pretty fun things to do, number of sense routines to do with your class. Mm-hmm. I've been doing them a lot now that we uh, can breathe a little bit after testing. Right. And, hey, we've talked, like you said, or like we've said before, there's so much vocabulary that's in there. Yes. Midpoint, endpoint, consecutive numbers, prime, composite numbers. There's just so much. I can't get over the glitter in your hair. You need to (laughs) tell the people, tell the listeners what... What the I was glitter? Why you were <laughs> looking staring up. at me? Well, tell them. Okay, because today was a I testing. I can't stop looking. At <laughs> because today was a testing day. Our school. We have a very special teacher, SAI teacher, <laughs> and she comes around every morning of testing day for that grade. And she has a little container. It's a, like really a, like a big salt shaker. Oh my gosh! Full and, of glitter. Well, yes. But it's oh. it's completely you know covered so and it says like the magic label. magic something magic powder or magic something and she goes around and she glitters everybody just a little sprinkle and she's like you're gonna do amazing and she just gives them like that little pep talk and I obviously need to be glittered <laughs> every single time she does it <laughs> and she gives me an extra 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 dose and today she like piled it on i can tell yeah i literally put my hand on top of my head and it was filled with glitter i'm like ooh, that's a lot (laughs) so it was all and i even had one in my mask and then it ended in my mouth see i knew that was was gonna happen it was a whole thing but it's it's the magic of it right you're gonna blow it out of your nose tomorrow maybe (laughs) she's done this for years okay and she's got in touch with like a child that she used to teach but now is grown right and sent her a little magic like glitter container in the mail for her graduation or for her exams or something like so cute okay so the glitter thing is her thing it's her thing and glitter is her thing but like this is this is her thing and the kids they love it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's been doing it for years. Well, I can't stop staring at your hair. So oh, I hope you think it's pretty. Of course it is. <laughs> Just wondering if it's going to be all over my place by Probably. the time you leave. You're welcome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, it's the joys of teaching. Okay. It's the only joy I have this year. I know. Okay. I want to do my reflection. I'm not going to look at you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so as I was getting our show notes ready for episode 46, 
game on. Yes. I Googled guess my number because I was like, well, I have to put it, you know, in the show notes. And I started reading some of the directions and apparently I wasn't playing it the way the whole internet oh, said really? to play it. But to be honest with you, I like my way oh, Well, there we go. <laughs> because so the other one, the rules? well, it just said, you know, have a kid say a number and all you say is higher or lower. How boring is that? Oh, that is boring. Like, I want my fourth and fifth graders to say, to ask me, is it prime? Yeah. Is it a factor of this? Is it a multiple of this? Like, I want to get into better questions, not just higher or lower. Yeah. My reflection is from a post from Facebook that you had sent me, and it's from Francis Sue that you somehow stumbled upon, and it says, final class of the semester, dot, 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 over. Between baby care and Zoom screens and other pressing priorities, it wasn't the best year of teaching ever, and that just has to be okay. So listeners, I want you to know that I feel that in my core deeply. It just wasn't the best teaching year. It really wasn't, for me at least. And maybe there are some people out there that were like, disagree with me and I applaud you because this year took the life out of me. I know. It really did. And it that's okay. It has to be okay. It has to be. It wasn't the best. I wasn't the best that I could be. I I feel badly for these kids that are in my room and still haven't done the growth that I feel like they should have. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get to experience me, you the know, Mrs. Cousins, the Mrs. Experience. Cousins, yes, and, that, and we, I was tweeting that with another, see, another um, teacher on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it, and she was feeling the same way too that they, these kids have, were just like robbed of the experience of being in in their in her room. That's why I kind of want to have a B year, like this yeah. was the A year. Let's do it all again, yeah. a little bit differently, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so it just has to be okay. So just know we're all feeling it. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I know you have some good news. My good news is that I only get glittered one more time. <laughs> no, I know. I love getting glittered. But but oh, it is the end of testing tomorrow. It is our last day, and I cannot wait for it to be over. See, and I don't want to say it's going to be my last day in case students are absent tomorrow. Right. I'll be one of the ones to give the makeup. But let's say hallelujah for you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) That tomorrow is your last day of state testing. Thank goodness. Because really, done. Yeah. And done. Okay. Listeners, we are going to get into this week's topic about the homework wars. Mm -hmm. We were thinking of calling, we have to tell them, this episode... We we can't just get this out though. Homework schmomework. Like it does, <laughs> it doesn't come out right. And then the second title was Homework Sucks. Right. And we thought, well, let's not be that negative. But basically those are our feelings. Right. And what we're gonna do today is we're gonna talk about why we don't agree with homework mm-hmm. and what are some solutions to if you have to give homework, what could you possibly give? Right. Okay. So the first problem is when kids go home and they don't know how to do it. That's a huge issue. Huge. Kids just 
see something one time and then they're expected to remember it. Mm -hmm. And it goes against everything that we try to do in the math class, which is build their experiences and opportunities. And when that just goes home and they just have to do a bunch of practice problems or like just do all the evens or all the odds, it just really doesn't build on creating mathematical thinkers. Right. And that's when math anxiety starts going way up. Yes. I know you and I have talked about this before. The amount of tears when we were kids, when we asked our parents, please help me with this. And they're trying to explain it in a way that our teacher didn't say. And then all the crying happens. Right. And now it's it's compounded by the fact it's even worse because we do teach things differently. It's not just memorize and procedures. And regurgitate. It's, It's look at the models, understand the models. And if you don't know, if you're not in this world... You wouldn't know what all of it means. Right. The other thing, not only tears from when we were growing up, but as a parent, I have cried trying to help my kid when he was younger. And you know what? I think it was when he was in sixth grade. I'm pretty sure it was when he was in sixth grade. We went, you're not going to believe this. We went outside. Wait, me? I went outside, (laughs) right? It was after school. I'm done yelling. Like, it was just, I was done. And so I said to him, let's just go outside. I'm going to do my work. I put out a big blanket. I'm going to do my work. You do your homework. I promise to stop yelling. You promise to stop crying. You're going to do it on your own. I'm going to do my thing. And that was that. Yeah. And I think after that, I never, quote, tried to help him on his homework again. Because it turned me into, like, monster mom. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't want to be a monster mom. There's also the issue of the kids just not doing it. And then you have to become teacher monster, right? Correct. Where's your homework? Give me your homework. Can't, where? How come you don't have your homework? Why? Da, 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 let me. I'm gonna have to write an email to your parent about your homework. You have to be doing this work, or, or you don't get. You know, some people are even grading homework. Ugh. Where do your kid goes to middle and I high know. school? Because that's I a, a true coming. statement it's that they're coming. gonna. Great homework, and it's ridiculous. Okay, the third thing is the kids cheat. Yeah. Hello? If it's just for a grade, yeah. they're going to cheat. Uh, you, I, you, cheated. Uh, I cheated. Yeah. <laughs> I cheated. I mean, come on. Like, what is the point of that? It, there isn't. There, there isn't. isn't. In in Peter Liliadal's book, Building a Thinking Classroom, mm-hmm. which, by the way, if you haven't, haven't heard <laughs> it's it's our book club book that we will be spending some time with um diving deep into for the end of june and july more information to come but in peter's book he has a great little graphic so shout out to laura wheeler it's a pie chart mm-hmm. with homework marked and homework not marked and it talks about the student behaviors when homework is marked and when homework is not marked. I think the biggest takeaway is that when homework was marked cheating went up to 23% of kids. Mm -hmm. When homework was not marked cheating went down to 2% of kids. Okay does that tell you something? Let's talk about some solutions to homework. The first one is don't assign it. Just don't. Just just say no, just like we said no. last week. Exactly. Just don't give it. I mean, really, you. We have to think here of purpose. And if if we're marking homework, we're gonna have a higher percentage of kids who cheat. Right. Is that what we want? Is that the message we want to give? No. If we don't mark it, 
then what is the purpose of homework? Honestly, we've we've talked about this. Do you have time to go over the homework? Absolutely not. No. And why would I? This is my this okay. When I when I go over a problem or when I when I do something, you know, mathematical and I'm and I'm trying to think through a problem, if I look at it the next day, I might not always remember what I've done. Mm-hmm. And to get that kind of feedback, it's delayed feedback. Right. It's not helpful in that moment. If I'm struggling with something, I need feedback, immediate feedback. Right. I don't need 24 hours later mm-hmm. getting feedback. Mm-hmm. Or, or or the weekend, <laughs> right? Or, or, or a week and a half later when the teacher finally gets around to it, right? Exactly. Okay, which brings me to the second solution. If you're going to give you know, one or two problems, not 30 exercises, is give the kids the answer. Do you remember when you did this? Yes. I think this was after the brain conference, right? When we came back? Yes. It was around that time because I, I was hearing this, you know, this idea of homework is not beneficial, don't give homework, and I think I was still... The traditional anyway, homework. Yeah. That's, right. You know. The the page 452. Right. right after numbers 1 you've, to 20. You've done page 451 in school. Yeah. Right. And I said, so Laura, what's the better way? What, what could I do instead? And your suggestion was have the kids make like a T-chart. Give them the answer. Give them a word problem. Mm-hmm. Give them the answer to the word problem and have them figure it out in two ways. So that's what I did. And I, I think that was the whole start of your CRA journey. Yeah, it really was. Right? It really was. And so I gave them two problems. Okay. I would do one on right. one side and one on the other. And I created this little T-chart and I also put at the top like the things that we had been learning mm-hmm. so that they could remember and it wasn't like... Oh my gosh, what are these strategies? I don't remember the strategies because I want them to do it independently. Right. It's never about them trying to get help from somebody else. Right. They have to be able to do it independently. And I gave it all to them right there in the directions. These are the things we've been working on. This is what we talked about. Don't forget about this and this. Just to kind of, you know, scaffold them a little. Right. And see what they could come up with. Mm -hmm. And I remember you even showed me their work. Mm -hmm. And we were both so impressed with what the kids came up with. Right. And because I had two problems and then therefore two strategies for each problem. For each problem, <laughs> I didn't want them to do the same two strategies. Right. Back to back kind right. of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I also gave them, you know, a few other ideas to try something that they weren't comfortable with mm-hmm. and try to reason through it. Yep. You know, and I really just tried to emphasize it wasn't about the answer. Here's the answer. I'm giving you the answer. The answer is, whatever, 48 apples. I I don't care about the answer. I care about your thinking. Exactly. And that's the message that we want with homework. It's not about you can can take out a calculator and get all the answers. Just think. How How do you think this through? Yep. How do you see it? Our third solution is our favorite. Make it fun. Games. Yeah, make it fun. Make it about games. What I also did during, so on one day I would have like this T-chart that Mm -hmm. I would create. 
And then on the weekend, I actually would create, or I created, this was a few years ago, but it I was. should go back to doing this. <laughs> I forget about the good I stuff. I know, I know. I put in envelopes, well, because it took a lot of time to do also, but I put in envelopes games that kids could bring home mm-hmm. and play with either other friends mm-hmm. or their family members. You know, I was really hoping they would get their family members involved. And instead of writing down, you know, problem after problem that they did, I just had them reflect on the game and write in a in a log, like a like reading log. A game log, a right? A game log. <laughs> and just record how, how often did you play? Did you play once, you know, every day that week or just once in that week or once over the weekend? Just let me know how it went. And did you like the game? What did you learn from the game? Right. You know, did you tweak it? Did you think, can you think of another way to make the game more interesting or something like that. I was also thinking, because I work at a Title I school and either mom or dad aren't home because they're working or the language issue, everything, is, you know, online games that they can play Mm -hmm. against, quote, the computer. For sure. You know, when we were talking about the product game with Illuminations. Yeah. At least it's, there's an option for them to play it against the computer, right? But still have that opportunity to play a game. Yeah. Number four are math flips. I love math flips. Thanks, Berkeley. Thank you, Berkeley, for these. Forget the old flashcards. Mm -hmm. These are so much better because it really encourages kids to make connections and see patterns and see really what math is all about. And uses visual models mm-hmm. in it, not just numbers. Right. And it's easy for a parent to do. Print it out. Cut them. <laughs> yep, cut them. The directions are already on that yep. first page. Put them in a little baggie and off they go. Off yep. they go home. Yep. And it's great practice. It's something so easy that parents, like you said, parents could work on and mm-hmm. work with their kids and that's and it. And talk Done. to their kids about math. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be probably new for the parents because we weren't taught this way. Yeah. And so much reflection that can happen out of that as well. The kids can see the patterns that how the one side is connected to yes, the other. Like the A is, side and the B side. How is 7 times 7 connected to 7 times 8 or vice versa? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our fifth solution, open tasks or using open middle. Thank you, Robert and Annette, for making Open Middle. Because yeah. I use that site all the time. All the time. And those are great. Like, think about that. Think about sending that home instead. I, I've sent it home, and I've had kids come back the next day and say, My parents How do you solve this? My parents couldn't figure it out. Yep. And I'm like... Isn't that fun? <laughs> that your parents couldn't even figure it out. But think about the conversations that they had at home. Now, yep. this, to me, isn't a frustration thing, right? This no. is a let's discover this together. Yep. Let's play with the numbers. Let's see what we can come up with. And and then they'll ask me, well, what's the solution? I'm like, I don't know. Exactly. What did you get? <laughs> and then they'll show me. In the, and that's where the conversation mm-hmm. comes. And that's so much more fun to go over in class. If you're really going to take the time to go over something, go over something meaningful like that and how did you think of it how did you see it what did you do oh I never thought of doing it that way and how is that answer connected to that answer absolutely and there's a book that you have good questions for math teaching and that one tell them about that question oh one of them 
I gave to a fifth grade class and it was three digits minus three digits, but the answer has to be, I think it was 151 or something like that. Something like that. And honestly, there's like 800 different answers to this. Crazy. Right? Of how to create it. And I remember kids, I let them go up to the whiteboard. And again, this is years ago and Mm -hmm. way pre-COVID. Right. I let the kids go up and, and the whiteboard was filled. And we, I stepped back and I said, now let's look for patterns. And one kid was like, okay, this and this are really close and blah, 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 blah. And the, again, the conversations yeah. that came with that yeah. was huge. And if you actually compare the math that they probably did oh. to a worksheet they that, did more. that you could have... Exactly. They did way more math. Exactly. So really, if your purpose is for practice. Quote, unquote. Right. There are better ways to practice Mm -hmm. than to assign a page from a textbook. Right. Our final solution is to do real math. Yeah. You know, inside your house, outside your house. There is so much math everywhere that if you stop and think about it, it's ridiculous. It is. So let's say that the kids are outside and they have their phone or whatever they can take a picture they can do a what is it flip grid flip grid they could even sketch a picture right of what they see yeah yes but i was even thinking like on the sidewalk you could measure plants flowers leaves i mean roofs look look at the roofs i mean there's so much math on there or inside you know maybe maybe you're looking at in the kitchen, I mean, come oh, on. hey, toilet paper, oh, <laughs> toilet paper and and paper towel rolls. There's so much math there. Which one? If you have two, you can compare. You know how many rolls are in this package compared to how many rolls are in this. Why are you laughing so much? I'm laughing because toilet paper math and paper towel math is the hardest math out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess so because of the. Why don't extra- they put real? Real things on there, not compare this to that and this. And listen, just give me the unit price and how much I'm paying per sheet. Okay, that's what I want to know. I still think our first solution is the best one. Just don't give it. Just don't give it. Problem solved. There we go. (laughs) Listeners, your challenge this week is to think about the homework that you send home. And if you have any other solutions Mm -hmm. to the homework wars... Please let us know. We would love to hear what you're thinking. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.